Alright. Hey you guys. I'm back. I'm back. Thanks for tuning in with Young Women on a Mission. Today we got Sonia. How you doing, Sonia? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. That's good. That's good. So today we're gonna talk about tell people what we're gonna talk about. Okay. Well we're gonna talk about um a better a better me for a better you. Basically, um, knowing how to love and embrace yourself so that you can give that same energy to other people and make them realize that they can be better than what they think they are. Right, okay. So, um, I do have a podcast myself, which is actually developed into an organization called From Prison to Promise. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and, of course, we help people... Um, you know, get outside of the sin that they uh, committed. Right. Exactly from coming from prison and trying to get out of living in that light and again realizing who they could be. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, our platform for today, um, which is the reason why we um, created that platform, because throughout my trials and tribulations with my husband who is incarcerated. Okay. And in life in general. I learned to start taking more accountability for the things that I have been going through. Right. So that I can be a better person for other people. Okay. So, um, you know, the accountability with that came with, of course, my kids, uh-huh. my family, the relationships that I was creating, just in general, people around me, and just learning how to maneuver in a world that's already full of negativity. Right. When you have that negativity bottled up in you, yeah. it makes it for a whole different storm. Right, exactly. So I just learned how to basically accept my faults. Um, that's a big thing that a lot of people don't yeah. want to do. Right. They don't want to accept their responsibility in certain things. In right, life. exactly. Yeah, totally and I learned, right. And I learned how to do that. Mm-hmm. Once I learned how to do that, I started focusing on the positive instead of the negative. Right. So instead of downing myself and living in the faults that I did, the things that I've had done to me, right. I focused on what I have right. instead of what it was. Mm-hmm. And once I shed the light onto that, I saw more opportunity. Yeah. Once I saw that more opportunity, I figured, like, I'm not the only person that can be feeling like this. Like, right, it has exactly. to be other people out mm-hmm. there that are feeling like they're trapped within themselves. Yeah. And they can't make it out. Right. So, once I pulled myself out, I decided to change myself so that I can help other people change. Right, exactly. So, that's basically, you know, what I do. I I thrive off of helping other people. Right. I thrive off of being able to be that outlet to some people. Okay. I used to ask all the time, why do people come and tell me their business right. all the time? Trying to figure stuff out. and Right. I yeah. mean, I could be anywhere and right. people would just start talking to me and I'm like, I don't know this lady. Why <laughs> right. is she yeah. telling me this? <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, that was right. in my prayers. Like, mm-hmm. God, why don't people tell me this stuff? Right, right, right. Exactly. And, and he told me, he was like, because just like you had a story, they have a story too. Right. It's just that you're willing to listen. Right, exactly. And sometimes that's all it takes. It's yeah. just a listening ear. And what is the um the age range? Age range, I really don't put an age range on okay. it. Okay. Because I think that you can start from anywhere. Okay. Um, I don't think it's ever too late to start over. Okay. You know, as long as you wake up in the morning, you have a chance to get it right again. Right. So I don't really put an age range on it. I do believe that if you can start from... The beginning, mm-hmm. which is adolescence, um, you know, even down to two year olds, right? Yeah, you know, once you plant the seed and, and nurture it, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll grow in the way that it needs to grow, right? 
But I don't want to discount anybody that's in their teens. Right. Or anybody that's in their 40s. Right. You don't leave nobody out. Right. Don't leave anybody out. Yeah. Because it's always a way that you can actually turn it around. What is your youngest, the youngest person you ever worked with? Well, I've done a lot of community work before I've done this. Mm-hmm. So I would say the youngest person that I've worked with is probably like preteen. Right. Um, I would say my oldest son, for example, my oldest son is adopted. Okay. Um, and we just took him in. Yeah. Um, and I say adoption loosely because it was no paperwork. We just saw the need and we took him in. And um, it was a village behind that. You know, a lot of people saw that, you know, we wanted to help this boy because he had the potential to do anything he wanted to do. And he was an awesome kid. So we just chose to, you know, rally together and help him realize a future that he probably didn't even see. Right. You know, whatever situation that he was in, he was just working on getting up the next day. Right. You know, let alone coming to now graduating from high school and being enrolled in college and right. having his own car and having a job and yeah. you know how old is stuff he? that no, right now he's twenty. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. So I met him when he was eight. He's up there. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. um it's a lot of things that I think he still has a tough time realizing that wow, I I'm here. Right. You know, but he's forever grateful. He does not leave out the house without giving me a hug That's and telling so me he loves yeah. me. He loves me and He's just a sweetheart. Yeah. So, um, again, that community work, you know, Battery Park, my heart. Yeah. Love Battery Park. <laughs> Shout out to Battery. Yeah. But um, I love actually helping. That's yeah. what thrives. That's what fuels me. Um, it was rooted into me with my grandmother. My grandmother's house was the house. Right. She adopted everybody's child. Right. You know what I'm Especially saying? Especially, you know, back in those days. Oh my God, everybody is. Yeah. Like, she saw the best in the people that were at their worst. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And and she never even, like, it was like, yeah, he got a problem, but it's cool. She didn't judge anybody. She didn't judge anybody. It was like, yeah, he got a problem, but he, come on and help me do this. Right. If you help me do this, I cook for you. Right. You know, and and that's what we loved her for. Right. You know, and that's what I was raised in. Yeah. So it's rooted in me. Right, I, exactly. I don't put an age on it. Right, that's good. Yeah. Um, what was I ready to say? So, like, tell us a little bit about you and then you, like, coming up. Like, as far as the things that you went through. Well, I had a very good childhood. Yeah. Um, My grandparents raised me. And... My father had developed a drug problem. Mm -hmm. He was in and out of prison. And my mother was just young. Yeah. And my grandparents raised me and took me away from the things that they saw that could happen. Yeah. So I was very grateful for that. Um, With that being said, it it was still a, I want my mom and dad. Yeah. Because back in those days, it wasn't a lot of grandparents stepping up taking care of the right. kids. Yeah. So it was like, um, it it probably was a lot. It just wasn't. I don't know. It's popular because I don't remember. Right. But I could remember going to school and the kids asking, you know, well, why are your mom and dad so old? Right. Or you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, they my grandparents. Okay. <laughs> it don't matter how old right. they here, you know. Yeah. But I did have the male and the female figure. I grew yeah, up in a exactly. house That's where awesome. my grandmother, you know, she didn't work, but she kept a clean house. And right. she kept my grandfather's stuff straight. And my grandfather would come home. He paid the bills. 
I pretty much got whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, within that, I still wanted my parents. So, I had a good life, but it kind of created that what if thing in me. Yeah. And then when I turned 13, my grandmother was like, it's time for you to move with your parents. Right. So, that was the transitional part of my life because... Yeah. I thought it was hard. It was hard because what I thought... Yeah. Wasn't wasn't what it was. Right, right, right. And a lot of the things my grandparents sheltered me from, it was like as soon as I opened that door, everything hit me. Right, yeah. So it was like, oh my God, like, right. why did you throw me out of here? Right, exactly. So, I mean, I, mean, I can remember you were so used to I was just what you're so used to, used to right. a normal, regulated household. Yeah. And now I was just thrown to the wolves and it was like, oh my God. Right. And... It was a shock for me. Right. It, it was definitely the transition. Um, you know, I started rebelling. I started doing what the teenagers do. Yeah. You know, I acting was, out. I was acting things. out. Yeah. I was very rebellious. I begged my grandmother to let me come back to right. her. I was like, please let me come yeah. back. I want. But she was just like, you have to know because exactly. they were getting older. Yeah. You know, and I was a teenager. It was mm-hmm. certain things that I wanted to do that they couldn't provide exactly. for me. Yeah. So they still maintain that level of um you know of help mm-hmm. you know throughout their time that they were here right they even helped me with my kids you know anything that i needed i can call yeah, my grandparents there. It's awesome. but living with my parents was definitely my transition because we had to get to know each other yeah and that was that was a tough time um my dad was still in active addiction yeah um that was something that i was not used to seeing up front right i used to see it on tv but i exactly. never seen it up right. front yeah um so that was something i had to get used to i'm sure my mom she had my little sister so i had resentment for her raising my little sister right 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 me. because you i'm sure you was like right hey, like, how what's is the, the problem? problem yeah right sister right i was with grandma so that was it and yeah. I just started doing things to, to get attention. Right. To get attention. Um, the older that I got, um, my father, you know, was released from that addiction, which, thank God, he has 26 years clean. That's awesome. Yes. Congrats, Daddy. <laughs> shout out, Daddy. Okay, shout out to Daddy. <laughs> and um, he started to realize life again. And with that, he started to realize family. Right. So it's things that he was actually going through that I didn't understand. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm going through stuff too. I'm the child. Right, right. Not realizing the addiction. It's like, hey, he's got to go through stuff right, too. exactly. So it was just a lot at one time. Um, started being out in the street for no reason other than the fact that I could. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to do it. Right. Um, been working since I was 16. Yeah. Out in the street. Um, met my husband, you know, and that was like disaster upon disaster because <laughs> he was in the street too. Right. So it's it was okay. like a Bonnie and Clyde thing, you know what I'm saying? But it's okay. Everything I feel like in life happens for a reason. It did. It did. Yeah. Because I I learned that we kind of had the same pain and yeah. just a different upbringing. Right. And, I, and we learned throughout the years that we were brought together for a reason. Exactly. And we help each other heal. Right. So, you know, throughout all of that time and, you know, I graduated. The first thing I did was I moved out because I thought I knew every freaking thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had my son and going to school and just trying to learn life and Staying high all the time, staying drunk all right, the time yeah. because that was my comfort. Yeah, I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody because 
nobody's going to understand because in the black family, it's nothing wrong with you. Get yourself right, together. Exactly. No, wrong with you. it's nothing wrong with yeah. right. me. No, it's something things. wrong with me. Right. Because I, I, I can't control it. Yeah. And I got to the point um, one time, well, actually one time, first the first time when I was 13, when I moved with my parents, I attempted suicide. Oh, wow, yeah. I, I took a bunch of pills and I was just, and I, I had a little boyfriend at the time and I was on the phone with him. And I was like, I don't want to be here no more. Yeah. And my grandma won't make no let me come back. So I don't want to be here right. no more. And I can remember him saying, don't do whatever you're doing. And he actually called the ambulance. Right. The ambulance got there before my parents did. Oh, wow. That was awesome. Right. That, that, was, God. that was God. You know that was God. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I showed down the bills. That was God. And, um, you know, the next time I was grown. Yeah. And. I was just in the house, and I don't know what triggered me, but I just was not feeling good. Yeah. And I attempted it again. And this time I woke up, and my children were in my face. Right. When I woke up. Right. And I said, okay, God, I'm right. supposed to be here. Right. Because when you wake up and you see those two little faces. Exactly. And that face says, Mommy, are you okay? Yeah. Are you all right? Right. You know, then you have to realize that it's bigger than you. Exactly. It's, a it's bigger than you. It's way bigger, bigger than right. you. Right. So that's when I started to try to change things around. I started making baby steps. It wasn't easy because I was so comfortable in my ignorance. Right, exactly. That I didn't want to be pushed outside of my comfort zone. Right. But I decided that I needed to be better. I needed to be better for myself. I needed to be better for my kids. And the only reason I could be better for them is to be better for myself. Right. So, you know, a lot of that... Um, came to pass with me working on it um then my grandfather passed unexpectedly so uh -huh. that was a blow that was like get it together it was a whole lot on yeah like get it together it was just a lot because yeah, I, I knew growing up that once my grandparents passed i would have felt like i didn't really have anybody because right. that's who i was the closest with yeah and you know the grandparents are the good family right so you know my grandfather passed and then four years later my grandmother passed uh -huh. so a lot of that transitioned me into be like you know what it's time to get better it's time to just do this it's, like it's time because i cannot keep living in that dark space right so i was like hey Depression, I ain't got time for you. I can't I can't right, do this. Like exactly. I, it feels good. Don't right, get me wrong. Right. But I gotta do it. Right. You know. It's and not. I just stopped the weed. Right. I didn't stop drinking, but I stopped drinking as heavy. Like right, I still exactly. have my wine. If yeah. I go out, I'll still get a drink. Right. So but it's not as heavy. Yeah. It's not going to the liquor store. It's having like, a good time. But it's just having a good right, time exactly. to be social. And then realizing the impact that I have on other people. Yeah. You know, you don't really realize it until somebody comes up and say, you know, you made me feel so good the other day right, when you right, said right. so-and-so. And I'm sitting here like, all I said was good morning. Right. <laughs> but you never know how you can make somebody else feel just by saying right. the small things. Right, right. So that's good. And I, and I reveled in that. I yeah. used that, you know. So I, I, I check myself at the door now. When, yeah. I, when I get up, I check myself. If I'm not feeling good, I close my eyes and I pray, and I might have to pray again. Right. And say, Lord, just give me the strength to put the smile on my face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was and like then, one day in church today. It'd be yeah, like that sometimes, though. It does. You know? It does. It's like that every day. But you never know what difference you're making just with a smile. Exactly. You never know what nope. difference you're making. You never know. So, you know, I have, I have the discernment now. I listen. I listen to what he tells me. Right. God speaks to me. I hear him now. Yeah. And so he's been speaking to me all my life. Right. So 
God don't. Speak to everybody. Don't. <laughs> right. Speak to everybody. Sometimes I, we just ignore when we go into stuff because right. we won't be trying to hear it. So it's like, look, right. Lord, I ain't trying to hear you right now. I'm going right. to It's like, no, I don't want to. Like, right. Okay, but you're going to listen. Right, but you today you're going to listen. Today you're going to listen. That's what he gets to. He gets to But I listen to him. Yeah. Because he tells me good things. And I, and right. I don't only listen, I act when he tells me to act. Right. Even if I do have frustration. Right. Especially with my finances. He'd be like, go ahead and do that. And I'm like, but God, this is my right. last $50. Exactly. I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> what am I going to do? Just right. go ahead and do what I asked you to do. Yeah. And exactly. I do it hesitantly because that's the human. Yes. But I do it because I have faith in knowing that he's going to provide what Exactly. He got you. So when I do it, and then 15 minutes later, that blessing come in, it's like, Oh, and he'd be like, I told you I had you. Right, right, right. Like, I don't understand why we fight all the time. Right, exactly. <laughs> it be like that, though. Right. It, it be does. Like that. It does. And, it, and it, makes, it makes for a healthy relationship with God. Yeah, to, You know, exactly. to talk to him. And, and it makes a healthy relationship with people. Yeah. Because now it's like, I don't care what you think of me. Exactly. Why should I? Why should I? Exactly. I'm made in his image, <laughs> exactly. not in yours. So it doesn't even matter. Right. It doesn't exactly. even matter. Yes. We well, just keep this this spirit about you that you said exactly. because I'm not gonna worry. I don't have to. I don't have you to know? worry. I'm I'm God. I, right. I'm done. Exactly. It's, it's a wrap. Right. Right. And then it's just like everything that you went through and and you know that he didn't bless you in so many ways. It's like exactly. why would I care about what somebody else say about me and I know that God is blessing me in the way that he need to bless me. So I'm gonna go with God what God is saying right. and telling me to do because it's working for he's me. He's done it before. So right. I know he will do it again. I know he's doing it. Right, exactly. You know, I trip on blessings every day. Yeah, exactly. Something I don't even ask for. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and I hear a lot of people, you know, they say they pray for this, they pray for that. Yeah. But Sometimes you just got to pray for the stuff that, that he done block. Right. I do it every day. Yeah. I said, thank you for the blessings and thank you for the stuff that you done blocked. Exactly. From. Because God knows I would have walked into it. Right. Exactly. And, and yeah. he was like, uh-uh, right. don't go there. Right. Exactly. So now I listen to little stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like we were saying, you know, if I try to link up with somebody and they don't call me back. Exactly. I don't trip. Exactly. It won't no be for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even trip. It won't be at all. Me. Yeah. And if it's meant for me, it'll come back. Exactly. It'll come back. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm cool with that now. Right. But I, I just want that for other people. Yeah. And I and I love, again, like this platform that you're doing. Thank you. The Young Women on a Mission because we as women have to learn to stick together. Got to. And have to learn to build each other up. We have to. Because our men are dying at alarming rates. Yeah. They're going to prison at alarming rates. Yeah. And we put so much pressure on their back right. that they're going crazy. Yeah. In alarming rates. Right. And we have to nurture them. Yeah. But in order for us to nurture them, we gotta nurture ourselves. Yeah. That's we the most important. Our, it's, Making it's, sure we good it first. It's more about it's more than getting up and putting your makeup on exactly. and putting your hair together right. and getting your nails done. It's more than that. Exactly. You have to know what's in here. Right. You have to have a pure heart. Exactly. You can't you can't get on Facebook right. or Instagram and be all this positivity and right. as soon as you hit in, girl, let me tell you, but this girl didn't right. exactly. you can't do exactly. that. Nope. 
can't mix it up. You can't mix it up at all. You cannot do that. Nope. And I understand it's hard. Right. Because we can be some crazy creatures. Right. And it is hard. Especially, (laughs) you know, when you're just going through stuff. It could just be hard. Because even myself, I have... Um, even learned that this the last, you know, couple months of just going through stuff. You right. know, it was some people that he had to like, okay, they going bye bye now. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I thought this was my friend, Lord. Uh-huh. And God like, no, they can't go where I'm trying to take you. They can't go. You, so, you can't, can't pull them along sometimes. You can't. Because it's hard enough to pull yourself. But I understand that now because yeah. it's just like you find yourself at a familiar place because you yeah. know where you've been from. So it's like comfortable this person that i'm connecting with is familiar but it's not a good place right right because i've been here because all you find yourself doing is you back into gossiping and so it's just like okay i might don't yeah so it's like i like to do a whole lot of networking yeah. meeting new people you know just trying to stick to a bunch of positive stuff of course for the main course. thing that's it started with people. these babies like this right now my hair thing like i was so <laughs> thank you girl <laughs> in love with it and you guys have not seen it please trust and believe yeah. it it's crazy because i didn't even know like when my um because my daughter she never got bullied bullied before mm-hmm. but you know I, I normally wear my hair short right so maybe that's what she got the idea of wanting to cut her hair so right. when i let her cut her hair i'm like okay my eight years old i'm allowing her to cut her hair um and then so many people started reaching out about their kids being bullied yes. So I was like, is this some type of like purpose behind this thing? Of course it is. So that's the when I was like, okay, it was just on my heart. God was like, you need to do something. Yeah. And I was like, it really all connects with, I am a hairstylist, you know, so it's all connecting. Right. So that's when I came up with the I am not my hair RVA. Right. For little girls that's being bullied. Right. So it was just like, it was a beautiful thing. Just allowing them to be able to express themselves. And it's and it's actually going to help them in the long run. It's building confidence. Exactly. It's building confidence at a young age. Yeah. And once you plant that seed and nurture it. Exactly. Imagine what they're going to be as yeah, young women. Yeah, because I'm going to do it every year. You know? Yeah. Ma- imagine what they're going to be as young women. They're going to be and then they turn into everything and more. And they put it into their kids. They're going to be like, everything and is, more. Right. And this yeah. is what we need in our exactly. community. In the black community. We need that nurturing back. Exactly. Because people see us as people that are derogatory. Exactly. Just because of what is put out there about us. Right, exactly. We have to get it back. We yeah. are harmonious people. We we are the creators of rhythm yeah. and the creators of love. And we have to embrace that right. and show people that we can be better. Exactly. But we have to start with ourselves. With ourselves, yes. You we have to. have to start with ourselves. You have to. And sometimes it's scary, but it's just like, do it anyway. Right. Do it even when you're scared. Most of the things I do, I do it scared. Right. But it's like, you know that God How is in the middle. How do you conquer your fear if you don't, if you don't <laughs> exactly. do something that you got to do it. Right. You got to do it anyway. You have that to. was one thing I did this year. Like... Fair night, 2018. I conquered right. all my fears this year. He will push you into your purpose. Exactly. And it will be scary. Yes, when really I scary. I started this From Prison to Promise platform, I had no idea that a year later, I would not only be incorporated, right. but have a non-profit. Exactly. Going I love in the it. world. I'm doing interviews. I love it. I just got somebody to call me and say, hey, can you do my documentary? Right. Like oh. stuff that is, and I'm like, God, but it's needed though about me like right. how do you know about me but it's needed and then it keeps people out it does because some people just need that platform it's so many people that that's lost and they really don't understand and that's what keeps them going back to prison it's and like it's, why am i here because it's comfort zone they, some people get more in the prison than they do on the outside right it's like it's like a family and like they said some people have forgotten that they are people exactly 
they turn into robots eventually. Right. That's all they know. We create that in society. Right, exactly. That's why when I have my, my husband has two more years before he comes home. When we have our conversations, I tell him, I understand that it's not going to be overnight. Right. Like you're going to have to digress from being in the prison environment to bring it home. But I don't want you to live in the mindset right. that you are a criminal. Because right. you're not. You're not. You're you done just with made it. a bad decision. Right. Not only are you done with it, you just made a bad decision. Yeah. And guess what? Every day you wake up, you're going to make a bad decision. Right. It happens. And it's like a transition, though, because it's not going to be easy. It's not. It's not going to be easy. So it's really, but it's like people like you right. that's there to help guide him. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have people. That's when your organization will kick in. Right. We have organizations right. like yours where right. women and men can actually benefit from, and you guys will help them with that transition. Exactly. Let's help. Let let me help you get to where you need to be. Yeah. Let me help my so brother. Let it. me help my sister. Exactly. You know? Let me help you guys because these are the people that's going to help shape our future. Right. And we need for them to be good. Exactly. We need for them to be it's good. It's definitely needed. And what's the name? I just want you to be able to tell the people where to find you at the radio station. Um, the radio station that I air on is LegacyInternetRadio.com. Um, my spinoff called I'm Coming Home is on Spreaker as well as Spotify. Okay. Um, so that's the one where I interview people that are actually on So the they can inside. find you on Spotify. Yes, they okay. can find me on Spotify. Okay. I'm coming home. Okay. Um and we do have like a donation drive going on where we're collecting personal items for the female facility on seventeenth Street. Okay. So if anybody wants to donate, they can contact me at from prison to promise at gmail dot com. What type of things are you guys looking for? Um any personal items, bars of soap um, tampons, maxi pads, wipes. Okay. Um, anything that's personal. I don't think that they will take body wash. I'm not pretty much sure. Okay. But um, anything that you know, personal items. They may even take packs of underwear. Right. Things like that because it's a lot of women that are indigent down there, and a lot of people that just can't really afford it. Yeah. Um, that we want to help our sisters out. Right. Know? We got long lines going to see those guys, but our sisters are struggling. Right. And it's and it's very sad. It's these really are, sad. These are the mothers of the world yeah and you know they kind of get forgotten yeah when they get behind those bars right so that's that's another thing for me also i'm trying to go into these places and talk to them and i have a curriculum that i got from the lionheart um, yeah. foundation that's mm-hmm. in boston um and it's a healing guide okay so we have exercises that you know i can run off and we can talk that's to these awesome. people about and who are you right who do you see yourself as yeah who do you want to be? Right. You know, what, what are the obstacles that, that you need to get over? Yeah. What are the things that you need to forgive yourself right, for? Right, exactly. You know, so that you can be that person when you come home. Yeah. And even, I feel like, even getting into the juveniles. Yeah. The younger woman, too. Right. You know? Right. The juveniles, period. Because people, yeah. people discount them really quick. Right. And they say, you know, they're bad and you can't reach they them. They're not, though. But you will be surprised. It's, it's a need. That it's going to be that one little boy or that right. one little girl that can't anybody control. But if you tell her, come here, let me, let me show you, you something. Have heart and and love. she will soak it up yeah. because that's not what she's giving her. Exactly. And that's the only thing I don't like, you know, because I feel like, you know, sometimes when people are put in situations, especially with little girls or little boys, it's like they give them negative. They feed them back with negativity right. instead of more positivity. Right. right. So it's like even though they're in these places... It's like, I feel like as a community, we need to do something different. We do. And get better because it's like, okay, even though you're put in this negative situation, this is not going to be you forever. So it's like, 
putting different things, I guess, in place. Uh-huh. So they're able to be better women, better men. And again, being a better person. Right, exactly. You have to check yourself at the door. Exactly. Stop calling that child bad. Exactly. You're putting it in his head that he's bad. Yeah, because it starts with the adults. And, it and, and a lot adults. of adults have issues. Like I say, I was talking about this, but a lot of adult issues, adult issues come from kids. Oh, of course. It comes from when you're younger. You we know? can't be anything that we were never taught to Right, be. exactly. It's like, you know, with your story. Right. He was younger. Those things led to other things, but it's nobody to blame. Right. You know, it's like, this is the situation. I'm ready to take everything that I went through right. and make and be a better person. Not just only for myself, but make a better community. Right. You know, with the things that I went through. And I was an example of someone that came from a quote unquote good household. Right. You have some people that come from broken households. Right. Some people that don't come from a household at all. Right. You know, it's just about the decisions that you make and what you want to be and what you want to turn it into. Right. If you're going to dwell on the negativity, then that's what you're going to get. Yep. But if you can dwell on the positive, even if the positive is only I woke up this morning. Okay. I may not have no shoes. That's I may all not got. have no clothes. Right. I done had the same outfit on for the for the last month. Right. I don't know what I'm going to wash. I don't know if I'm going to eat today, but I woke up this morning. Exactly. If I can just say I woke up this morning, that's a chance to make a change. Exactly. It's all about your decisions throughout the day. Yep. But like I say, you have to be a better person. Yep. We have to speak life into our community. All right. Um. Just one last thing. Just let them know your email. Um, email is from prison to promise at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, I also have an Instagram page FP underscore 2P at Instagram that's from prison to promise Okay. and I'm also on Facebook we do have a page on from prison to promise so please go like our page if you don't already like it for those who already support me each and every week I definitely thank everybody for all the support and all the love comments feedback Yes. sending people my way the late nights I need advice. Right. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. So y'all make sure to um, go check out Sonia. She's a great woman. um, And her show is definitely needed. Her organization is definitely needed. And I thank you guys for tuning in on today. Yes. (laughs) You said I'm going to laugh. We're going to laugh to (laughs) y'all. So thank you. Yes, thank you for coming in. I thank you for um guys for tuning in to Young Woman on a Mission. I'll see you guys again next time. Thank you.